Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's lunchtime. So, if you are in the mood for barbecue, you know where to go. That's Topps Barbecue, the best in town. They've been doing it big since 1952. Locations all around Memphis. We'll have some news very soon for you there, including another location. But look, Topps Caters, you can get that barbecue sandwich, that delicious brand new Southern Smokehouse burger. Mac and cheese is now on the menu. Whatever you need, the menu's growing. The brand is growing. Tops Barbecue better than ever. And when I was growing up, you couldn't do breakfast at Tops. You can do it now. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So all day long, you can think Tops Barbecue and Burgers. And as John said, the number one rated burger, they just made it better. The new Southern Smokehouse Burger. It's topped with the crispy bacon, grilled onions, mayo, a sweet Southern glaze uh, that you could only get here in Memphis, Tennessee. It's all piled high on that Tops toasted bun. And that's some good lunch eating. As I said, though, can do it for dinner as well. Try their breakfast combos. You'll absolutely love them. Innovation growing, as John said. Tops Barbecue, 70 years and still smoking every day around this time. We do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Yeah, maybe because it's the summer, end of uh, end of the last week of no school for CJ, we decided last night we were going to go ahead and stay it up. Uh, I had taken a nap, which uh, helped in that cause. Um, but we were not rewarded. We stayed up till 2 a.m. to watch the U.S. take on Portugal in its final group uh, play game. What it needed was a draw or a win to advance, and uh, we came away with the same thing that we had at halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. Now, some, including former player Carly Lloyd, have criticized this American team, uh, and Carly Lloyd has said that they lack the passion, sort of think, think it's just going to happen for them. And they can say, well, they're the best trained, and we put in the work, and that these wins are going to come. Uh, the point is that you know, the U.S. has had a ton of opportunities scoring opportunities in these uh, first three games of the World Cup, and they've only come out with four goals. Uh, uh, shots, everything else, they've just uh, they've come at a premium. And so uh, what's, uh, you know, what's the reasons for the struggles? Some have said it's coaching. Some have said you're, you know, you're not using your subs and your depth. I don't know enough about soccer to tell you, pin down one reason of why they're struggling offensively. They're not taking advantage of the chances that they get. I know that much about soccer, and I certainly watched it last night. Uh, they could have lost. Uh, shot by a Portugal uh, 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 woman, went off the bar there late, apparently in that second half, and um, Portugal could have been looking at a 1-0 win today, and the U.S. not advancing out of the group stage for the first time in World Cup history. Fortunately, the 0-0 draw uh, gets you in a spot where you're advancing. They will take on Sweden on Sunday. Uh, I know my man John Martin is not locked in. He's disappointed. He's more... If there's a FIBA World Cup, it's basketball. That's what he's thinking about later on this month. But, yeah, so far it's been a disappointing run for the U.S. women. However, as the players said last night, uh, everything's still in front of them. 
I don't, I, I'm, I'm assuming, John, they're still the betting favorite. But in terms of the way they've played, I think you'd have to put them down on the list. Well, let me take a look. Um, and so, anyway, it will uh, continue with Sweden in the round of 16, knockout knockout round on Sunday. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if they uh, My they guess are is the, they haven't. They are the current favorite. Yeah, my plus, guess is they didn't fall off that. Plus 350, uh, England is plus 400, Spain is plus 400. So they're not the favorites by much. And, like, plus 350, are, I mean, they're, they, they have the, the shortest odds, I guess you would say, right now over at Superbook. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, technically true. Yep, and with the uh, with the Netherlands just uh, killing Vietnam seven zero, they win Group E, and so you will go out as the number two team into the knockout stage, taking on Sweden as the number two team from Group E Group A. We were certainly, excuse me, Group E. We were all certainly hoping uh, the United States was going to come out of that winner. So next one Sunday, Sweden. You know, no more time for games here. You got to win or go home now. I was going to say real quick before we we moved on. I mean, I'm sure you you know Carly Lloyd was. Absolutely beside herself after the game with. Uh, well, it, it, there's a little bit of a history, a little bit of get off my lawn. These young girls don't get it. Yes, vibe I'm getting from her. Yes, yeah, that I, that I appreciate. You need those old heads to do that. It's a little bit of that Shaq Charles Barkley type thing. Yeah, you know, and 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 she's probably right. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's going to know more in terms of what you're watching this team and the effort level from these women. She's probably right, but you know. I don't know. We we've been so you know pro uh, U.S. women's national team, more money for them, equal pay, everything else, but it's because they've been so dominant. It's just it's it's a little bit weird to be in this space where they you know rightfully can be criticized again, just four goals, three games. Yeah, some some ain't right. You're not clicking on all cylinders. So uh, for Carly Lloyd, for all the you know the, the criticism that she hurled at him, that the coach didn't like and thought he he mentioned he used the term insane said that she's insane for her criticism right. that these women don't want to win. I don't think Carly was saying they don't want to win. She was saying the passion is not there. There's something missing. Um, you know, I can't I can't criticize her too much cuz it looks like something is missing. Yeah, um I don't know. Like I I I think you you probably come at it from um you know, I did this X amount of times and I, you know, uh we we had a different response and you see that like they seem happy to just you know, which I, I would also say, like, that doesn't mean anything about the next matchup, you know, just because they were happy to get. I mean, they played bad. You know, they, 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 they probably should have gone home last night because, you know, the ball hits the post and that would have been the end of it. So, they, you know, I understand they're like the sigh of relief, but it's, it's just survive in advance. Like, I, right. I, I don't really have, I don't have, like, they're the stars of this thing. They're the team that everybody wants to take pictures with. You know, what are they supposed to do? Just like, Walk with their heads down and just not talk to anybody, and that's just not what they're going to do, you know. I mean, in a perfect world, I guess that's what you would expect, but I mean, they're moving on. I know it has not been the; they're not in the form that people expected them to be in. They may not win it, you know. I mean, is that a, is that a, is that a catastrophic failure for all of our of our nation? Maybe. I mean, I you know, it just depends on how how for Carly Lloyd it may be. I mean, clearly it may be the worst, the most devastating thing that could possibly happen. But you know, until that happens, until they lose. I can't criticize the way they react to advancing. Hey, Brad, will you pull up the, the Nike commercial, the Let It Rip, Megan Rapinoe? So you wouldn't have seen Have you seen that, John? I have not seen it. It's, it's a minute long. It was a Nike commercial last night. It's a cartoon of Megan Rapinoe, who this is her last World Cup, obviously longtime uh, contributor to this national team. Uh, but Nike had obviously invested quite a bit. Listen to this.
Nike put a lot into that. Okay? And they should have done it four years zero ago because she's not out there. Zero. She wasn't even out there, man. You know, this has been the past. And that's some of why you're seeing this, John, is sort of there's that old and new. There, yeah. You know, you have the older faction uh, of women that have been doing this for a long time, including Megan Rapinoe, and then this newer group, uh, Sophia Smith, Trini Rodman, right. that, they're, that that older group. Sort of, Y'all right. don't get it yet. It's cause, well, they're and kind so of, yeah. Carly Lloyd was part of that older group. and there's, They're lowering they're, they're, the standard. Yeah, well, they're, 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 yeah they it, are. It's almost like they're, they, the old is pitted against the new within this team itself. And Megan Rapinoe and that there might like be some said, internal like she, conflict. Ain't, she ain't but that anymore. My, my whole thing, I was watching that commercial, like, wow, this is great. And then you get back to the first half, and she's not even, she's not even on the pitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt bad for Nike in the sense that, uh, man, you invested well, all that. She's just, she, about yeah. four years ago, that was the last World Cup. That would have been great when she's out there in the middle of all the action. That said, though, I thought it was great for, you know, little girls like Riley. You know, oh, see yeah, a commercial yeah, yeah. like that, well, American Hero, Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe! Think about writing that and zero all the, how we going to rhyme zero. with Rapinoe. Zero. Against. And they went all out. I've never seen anything like that from, like, Portugal, right? With the whole night? song, yeah. And she wasn't out. I don't know if she got out there in the second half. I'm imagining she did. I think she did. Did she? In I the think end? she did. I think so she, she did. She's barely playing in this world. Yeah, cup. but she was. She's not. You know, starting. She's not. What she, that's what I'm saying. This is her last one. And I would have preferred something more like a send off as opposed to making right. it sound like she's in, still in the middle well, of I mean, all the she action. She is 38 years old. I mean, that's that's pretty old uh, to be playing. You know, internationally. Like I don't think Messi uh, is going to play for Argentina. My thing is, why not? Why not pick Sophia Smith or? Uh, one of these, one of the newer, and get behind them for the because they're in, they're not, they haven't done anything, they haven't achieved anything yet, and like they're just not synonymous. They're not like, you but can't they're make next them, up, bro. yeah. But you can't make them faces like four of a years brand. From the, sure, you can. Do you could definitely make Sophia Smith first. the face of a brand. I don't even know who that the, is. Who is Sophia? She's Smith? like their best young player, bro. Yeah, she's got to she's got to do something. Win a win well, a you know. I'm, I'm not gonna get a hat trick or something. You know, you got you got to you got to actually achieve. You don't get to be a face of a brand first and then achieve something later. You got to do the. It can't work in that order. I mean, who has that ever been the case for? Be very very few. Zion, I guess, like generational talents got that. But, but it's like doing. You're doing it for a great on the way out. That, yeah. It's, who's not as great? The, the timing was off here. I mean, with Co- this campaign. Yeah, but Kobe. You should have picked Kobe one of the younger women when he wasn't as great anymore, though. I mean, towards the end of his career, what? he got commercials. Kobe was still dominating, scoring 60 something his last year. They let him do that. And? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. They let Rapino barely playing. No, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, she ain't, the, she ain't the first. She won't be the last old time great who gets, you know, the, the campaign from Nike, right? I mean,. I love the effort here was misplaced. That's my take. Do you all, put it do behind you, someone do you else? Do you agree that the Utah Jazz let Kobe score sixty? I I think they did. Well, I mean, I know his shooting percentage. That game was awful, so I'm not going to sit up here and tell you some like they were historic they, feat. They were guarding him the way. Let's that, not act like Kobe was on the decline, like not even a part of the rotation. By the time he was on that last year, he was going out. Everything was about him. The team was built yeah. around him. It was more. It's I'm different just saying than they guarded Kobe the way I would like guard Riley today. Like okay. that, that's that's true. Like okay. I mean, we can pull up the highlights here and set it to Megan Rapinoe, but you know, but that's, you're late, Nike. You're not going to change that, John. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I come down on it. Um, anyway, Next story. Yeah, we got we got Sweden, so <clears throat> uh, we'll have that. Uh, we talked a little bit about it in the first hour, but it is news, so I did want to re-mention this in case you missed it. Um, Ronnie James, after having uh, that cardiac arrest episode, is only fifty-fifty on continuing his career at USC, according to DailyMail.com. 
Um, USC starts classes on August 21st. Registration uh, is August 14th. So, I mean, it, you know, he's only got two, two to three weeks to figure it out. Source emphasized that the family is following doctor's recommendations while not ruling out a return to the hardwood for Bronny. LeBron and the rest of the family have talked about putting off Bronny's school requirements during the fall semester to allow him to fully recover. They're also looking to see if he can take classes from home to start school at the time that he intended to continue his recovery. Is the first mission to complete. Decisions are 50-50 right now on what they'll do next. And they'll also continue to look into possibly having Bronny play basketball again. So, um, I don't know. Like if I think about this, if it were if it were my son and if I were in the circumstances that LeBron James is in, you know, if I had to have my kid play college basketball to prove that he was, you know, a lottery pick, to prove that he was a first round pick, you know, do we do we push the envelope a little bit? Yeah, I think probably so. But if my kid is a top ten pick today, tomorrow, next week, if he doesn't play a game the rest of the way, there's really no doubt in my mind. You know, why risk it? Why? A, risk the exposure, B, risk the possibility. And, again, we don't know. We're not in the doctor's meetings here. Um, the the risk of this happening potentially again, um, th- there really would be no upside to Bronny playing a, a year at USC. You know, I would just sit out at this point. It hurts for college basketball because that's one less star, one less, um, you know, great thing to look forward to, and that's what you need in college basketball. But, you know, again, I mean – the idea that he was ever going to go there, I thought, was sort of interesting in and of itself. That he was ever going to play college basketball because he he just did, wouldn't have to. <laughs> so um, it just doesn't. It's fifty fifty right now as is, is being reported. But I just my instinct is, you know, if we see him, it wouldn't even be until the second semester. And then at that point, do you even do it, having been behind for so long? I think that's the question. Yeah, I, I think this one's a no brainer. I touch or nothing. You're gonna. Uh, risk as little as possible. He's in a position where he's going to still get drafted. I mean, everything you just laid out. So I don't have much to add here. I'm 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 grateful that this looks like it's going to be something he can get through. Yeah. You know? Saw the video from the family and yeah, man. I mean, it just it. I, I talked about it with uh, with Chris and Faith over the weekend. You know, just because we were out in that part of the country. Um, no, it's scary. You think your kids as healthy as a horse, and you're not having any issues, and then. All of a sudden, you've got this, and you're not even considering basketball there for for some days. I'm assuming you're you're just considering how grateful you are to see him again, uh, healthy and smiling again. So uh, that that's you know something that could have been just crazy tragic. Uh, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you see Demar Hamlin back on the field now that tackling. Is, that is wild. He's in a he's in a real practice, and he's wow. now tackling again uh, for the first time. And it's just a miracle of medicine, yeah. you know, too. Yeah, and again, it's just you know you don't have to you don't have to risk it. I think that's just what it comes back down to. I mean, if he if he's truly clear and he just wants to play, that would be the only you only do it because he just truly yeah, wants to that suit first up hour. For, if it's does he want to play? It's a deal where he just you know? wants to have the college experience and be part of a college team. We'll talk. Well, he's not, he's clearly not going to get a, a a regular um you know slate of preseason practice in. Like, there's but imagine no- if you're infield and you get the the full the full go. But even in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Aren't you going to be saying you don't want to be the guy that pushed it and played Bron, Ronnie 28 to 30 minutes a game There's and all no of a question. sudden he's having issues again, There's right? No you, doubt about you're going to be so super careful with that that, you know, yeah. at, at this point, how do you even factor that in if you're as a coach and everything else? And then, you know, not, that's not even mentioning, you know, Bronny and, and, and how he feels. So I just, it's probably best for both sides at this point. 
And and again, Bronny can get ready for the NBA draft in a you know the best way possible because he's going to be essentially getting trained by the NBA with all LeBron's trainers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's the plan. Um, and I if, doubt he loses much of his stock. In fact, he might preserve some of it. If it if that changes, you know, uh, great. I mean, it's only good. It's only a, a benefit to college basketball that you know uh, Le- LeBron James kid is playing in it. I think it. You know, look, it's it's great for the the next generation. You know, you want to make sure. Uh, or ideally, that college basketball is a, is a is something that's perceived to be worth it. You know, something that's perceived to be, I can do this and don't have to go to overtime elite. I don't have to. Who, by the way, Aki Collins is cleaning up in. Is he? Yeah, he. Uh, I saw that last night. Like he's getting all kinds. That's why you need to go get Mikey. He is. Uh, he uh, actually, I'm gonna pull this up because uh, it, it was he was like shouted out specifically by one of the college basketball guys um, that covers that stuff. So he's got in a, in a month he got four star John Bowl who just committed to, I think to Ole Miss he got a five star kid Cannon Catchings four star kid uh, Darion Sutton four star kid Daquan Davis uh, and a couple of other kids but he, he all in a month I mean he's gotten you know three four stars and a five star um, so Aki is doing work there for uh, for overtime elite so and so yeah it's uh, and then Knox Carter has committed. Five-star Carter Knox has committed, so that's another kid. So add another five-star. I mean, Aki's doing work for them, man. But you want college basketball to still be, you know, viewed as an option as well. Does having the heart condition hurt his NBA stock? I know that's a difficult question to ask because it doesn't seem fair, but I'll pose it to y'all. I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know his medical records. I mean, if, he, if he's cleared to play, then I would say no. If he isn't, then yes. But, I mean, that would just come down to if he's cleared, I would assume – no, it would not be a, a a detriment at all if he gets that clearance from Doc. I mean, Keontae Johnson still got drafted. It was late in the second round. Though. Yeah, but if he gets cleared and he like that's all that matters. I mean, it's a pretty cut and dry thing. If you're cleared, you're cleared, and if you're not, you're not. You know, I mean, they can't. You can't predict predict what's going to happen. I mean, you know, you draft the guy, he could get hit by a bus. I mean, if it's it's the same sort of mathematical probability, they could tell you that. They could say, yeah, I mean, he had the event here, but there's no you know, suggestion that it will happen again just because it happened once. So, no, I, if he's cleared, I suspect he'll go wherever he goes based on his production. I don't know. I, there might be some credence to that, if, maybe not in the lottery. Because, again, it's a, are you going to invest, you know, millions in a guy who could have this issue? Again, bus is one thing. We can all go out here and have an accident. But if you've got a history of cardiac arrest, mm-hmm. he does now in terms of an, an owner, a governor, whatever you want yeah. to call him, I mean, it's a question you know, he has to answer. Taking him at number nine. Yeah. And and am I getting, you know, a, a full career out of this guy? It's going to be a question. To say, even even after he's cleared, I'm just adding to your to the yeah, but to like point. that that's still going to be a consider. I'm sure it was for who to, whoever took Keontae Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the right. former Florida kid mm-hmm. that uh, ended up transferring. Where did he go? Kansas, Kansas State. State. Yeah, yeah, it was his final school. Um, so I, you know, it, is that possibility there? Absolutely. Do I hope that it's he's full enough to go and passes all medical tests by that some point right. that, that some NBA team is willing to invest in him as a lottery pick, that this doesn't change that? Sure, but I, I just think the business side of things, you have to take that into consideration. Right. You know, because you're talking about investing millions, and these, these guys, you know, they're, they're going to look at everything, particularly the medicals. Yeah, but, like, um, I, I guess I would say, like, if I'm cleared and I got – and you're getting that guidance from doctors and they say that, like, it's just – it's incredibly unlikely – uh, we can't guarantee anything, but it's incredibly unlikely that this will happen to him again. Mm-hmm. 
um, is it really fair for Bronny to have to like be penalized for you know one thing that happened and that? Oh, it, I don't think it, I don't know that's fair at all. It's business. Business is not fair, right? But like business it, doesn't concern itself with but, fair. But do you? But do you just disregard what the doctors are saying at that point? You're just saying, well, I no, th- I don't think you do, and I think some team at, at some point will. But but asking whether the team with the eighth or the ninth pick is going to do it, or say, you know what, we'll just take a guy that we know's got a, a full, a clean medical record. We we don't have any heart issues, at least on record, mm. and, we'll, and we'll just go that direction. Well, I think teams would like to see him play. I do think that. I do think they would like to see him go through. You know, another semester, like, or if he, even if he misses the first one, like play in conference. I think I think that would definitely ease teams' minds. Um, yeah, I don't think it's if, if you're again if you're cleared and doctors are you know uh, convincing that. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think there's a route to that. We're not yeah. talking about a deal with this guy. What the kid's got on a large heart, like you see right. with some of these centers right. that have heart issues. But remember, DJ then, Hayden from the uh, from the Cougars got drafted like in the top ten by the Raiders after he had a, he had, like a heart transplant. Yeah, you know, and how's his career going? Well, he stunk, but it wasn't because of his heart; it's okay. because of his skill. <laughs> it's like, that's a Raiders draft pick for you, but but yeah, like it can't. You, you just have to get the guidance from the doctors, the medicals. And we don't know what that is. Hopefully, it's promising, yeah. you know, um, and the prognosis is good. It'll be a question, though. It'll be a question he has to answer, and hopefully, he'll get the guidance from the doctors that's favorable. But for now, it's a fifty-fifty shot on whether he will attend class at USC, according to the Daily Mail. Next story. Uh, This is news here locally because it's going to affect a guy that's from Memphis and plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, His name's Tony Pollard, and the news is that running back Ronald Jones, who's going to be in the backfield with him, has been suspended for the first two games of the regular season for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. Ronald Jones, they had brought over from Tampa, and I actually had high hopes for in terms of keeping some of that tread on the Tony Pollard tires you do not want Tony Pollard in a, a situation where he is the every down back for the Dallas Cowboys. He's never been that, and he shouldn't be put into that situation. You talk about wearing him down quick. That's part of what adds to his explosiveness, uh, uh, how dynamic a player he is, is because it's 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 not an every down back situation. Yep. Uh, with Ronald Jones out now, certainly Tony Pollard from the beginning of the season uh, is and coming off injury last year is going to be relied upon heavily. The funny thing is, uh, I was looking at the other running backs in that uh, in that in that running backs room in Dallas. Uh, behind Ronald Jones, Rico Dowdle, Malik Davis, and then your boy Deuce Vaughn, the sixth round pick uh, in this year's draft. That's about looked like he's about five foot tall out there running around. Yeah, it was like CJ put a helmet on and got a couple back. Did you know about carries. him in college? Yeah, Kansas State. I barely watched him. I remember we talked about his. We his, talked about him. His dad used to be the DB's coach at Memphis. We talked about him in the draft because the dad was crying about yeah. them taking him. Yeah, I still had not watched. I you had watched him in Kansas State last year. I didn't see it. Bro, he was a monster. It's a monster in the big man. Ball. He's a little bitty battering ram, little bowling ball. Aaron Sproles, <laughs> same school Sproles. and everything. Uh, I remember Sproles. Yeah, he I mean, was tough. Darren Sproles had you know, Darren Sproles probably the last little tiny back that was effective. Who's it? What tiny back out here right now is affected? Tiny. Has there not been anybody since? Man, I'm Sproles? just saying he's the last one that, like, week in, week out, would do something big. It felt like Jones Drew at Jacksonville. Yeah, he was tiny. Yeah, Jones Drew. He was cock strong though. The Sproles was, was like, Sproles lasted longer. Him Sproles more, more recent, right? Yeah, I would say I would say Maurice Jones Drew was like I mean he was a feature back. Yeah. You know, I mean I, you're talking more like the speedy, like. That's yeah. what Sproles was. I'm trying to think. It's a good Maurice Jones Drew. We tried to have one with that Tariq Cohen dude, the Bears, but he was. I don't think anybody was as small as Sproles, though. I know. I mean, I think he was far and away the smallest. Uh, let's see. I, I have a list here. 
Dexter McCluster's 5'8". Okay, McCluster, yeah. Um, I mean, in terms Welker. of... Yeah, I mean, Maurice Jones-Drew was 5'7", so he's your closest... Uh, yeah, Deuce is 5'6", 176 pounds, according to this. I mean, he's tiny out he's there. He's a little, but, little. But, but he, wow. I mean, he he rolls, though, so... He's fast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might you might end up seeing him out there if it gets down at least those first couple of games hmm. behind Pollard with Ronald Jones out there, but, um, you know, I don't... I suspect Tony Pollard's in for uh, for a big season, having signed this franchise tender, and hopefully uh, he's going to get paid. You remember Bob in, Sanders in the, the best way running backs can get paid in this day and age, huh? Bob Sanders. Yeah, remember Bob Sanders. He was tough. Only, he was only five he, eight. He'd always throw the muscle out there. Bob, tough. Yeah, he, he tough he, DB. He was always hurt because there's those hits, those hits oh, that he would yeah. lay down, bro. I mean, would you uh, a list of the shortest players in NFL history? Or something? Not, no, not the shortest. Just like small guys okay. that were good, you know. Steve yep. Smith was five nine. Yeah, there's a there's a SB Nation post that Deuce Vaughn looks like untacklable toddler at Cowboys practices. I, I sent you that TikTok. Yeah, it's and hilarious. You, and you thought it was Photoshop, I bro. It, I thought they were playing. It doesn't look real. No, it's like it's it, so tiny out there. It looks like a boy running among grown men. He, he's five <laughs> foot five. I mean, he's Jeez. like he's, he's like Sam size, dude. I mean, he's, he's oh my lord. It's crazy that he's. Uh, it would be like if we put Jeffrey Wright in a in a guardian helmet and said, "Go take some snaps in the Cowboys' backfield." You know, that's what it would be like. Uh, Cowboy fans probably more concerned with the news on Zach Martin and still, whether or not he's going to get in. Still into, hasn't gotten it, as far as I know. Crazy, crazy. Jerry going to have to take care of business there. He's acting like Zach Martin ain't ain't a key piece. He might as well be one of your, you know, one of your star players mm-hmm. because he's the star on that offensive line. That man a ninety nine on Madden. Unbelievable. You know who else is shining in uh, in training camp is the uh, Tennessee receiver, uh, Jalen Hyatt, there for uh, for the Giants. He ran like twenty four miles an hour or something. He yeah, bro- I love I loved him. He broke an NFL record reportedly. Um, twenty uh, yeah twenty four miles an hour they clocked him at, mm. and the and that was like point eight miles an hour more than Tyree Kill in twenty sixteen. So I don't know like what that I mean Tyreek Hill's amazing. So I mean if if uh if that's the second best and you're and you're faster than him um you could have a career. Maybe maybe Jalen Hyatt is like the piece that makes Daniel Jones a great, you know, QB or at least a decent QB, I don't know, good. As long as he's got Dable, he'll be decent to good. Mhm. You got Saquon back. I don't believe Daniel Jones ever will be great. Waller. I mean, the Giants are sneaky if Daniel Jones is like okay. You got your, uh, you got your, you know, you got Thibodeau on the defensive line. You know, I don't know. They don't have to be bad. Yep. I don't know if they can make the playoffs again, but it's. I guess. I guess anything is possible in the NFC. It's pretty. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's wide open. There's seven shallow. teams going to the playoffs. Of course, they can make it again. Yeah. NFC East is good. I'll They'll beat you, up on Washington just like the rest of, just like the Eagles and uh, right. Dallas will. That's right. So you have the slots that you reserve in the NFC are uh, the Eagles. You reserve the 49ers. You reserve the Winner of the NFC South, whoever that is, um, then maybe like the, obviously the winner of the North, and then I don't know. It could be any teams. It could be the Giants. It could be the Cowboys. It could be put the Giants up front for one of those. Yeah, I would, I, would res- I would reserve a Giants, spot for the Cowboys. Cowboys. I would reserve a spot. You for the guys Cowboys. are speaking more of my language, though. You were hesitant to put the Cowboys in the mix there. I was uh, talking. Dude, Cowboys to- go win the division. I think that's. I think it could be. A, I think it could be a great year for the Cowboys if they get this situation with Zach Martin rectified. That's important. They need him. Yeah, I actually am pretty. Well, high and they on will this because year. of how important he is. I mean, look, Dak, Dak gets Dak, Dak is going to be better than last year. I have no doubt about that. Um, 
I think the offense now that you're not like force feeding Zeke, you know, could be uh, a bit more explosive. Um, you know, I, I I'm not sold all the way on Jalen Hurts coming back and and recreating his year last year. I mean, new coordinators like we've seen, uh, you know, guys lose their coordinators and and come back the next season. <clears throat> uh, Josh Allen, for example, uh, last year in Buffalo, he lost Brian Dable and uh, and he was a he took a step back. You know that fate may be waiting for uh, Jalen Hurts. We don't know. Yeah, so that's why I'm just saying, like the case for the Cowboys is pretty damn easy to make. You like the Giants better than the Eagles? No, hell no. no. You put them third in that division. I'll put the Giants third, but I mean it could be a tight race. It could be what a about you, Jason? competitive division. Out of those three, I, mean, I, I still want to pick Dallas to beat Philly in that division. Oh, what I like Brandon Cooks you didn't mention is a oh, thousand yeah, yard yeah. receiver. Yeah, good You're, point. You only had one, a real CD. One in CD. Yeah, yeah. Now you've got somebody to take the attention off of CD and Brandon Cooks. You have to pay attention to Brandon Cooks. Dude catches for a thousand yards no matter where he plays for or goes. And now we actually have so a good quarterback. They've got they've got a real one two now. Yep. You know instead of waiting on mm-hmm. I guess it was Gallup and a bunch right, of other right, guys. Right, right, right. Had too many up. dudes last year almost. And and went and had to look, CD caught for thirteen hundred yards last year. Yeah. Wow. I just pulled it up with no credible. And, that's what I'm saying. He got injured he's late, right? Feeding him. He get injured late. I don't think I don't know if he no, got injured I don't think, late. Yeah. He was clean. One hundred and seven receptions, thirteen fifty nine. Yeah. He might, nine yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. I don't think Gallup played the full year. Gallup had the injury issues. They've been waiting for. CD's only twenty-four. Wow! And I'm telling you, putting Brandon Cooks next to dude opens things up. I, I really do. I mean, I think this this is shaking out to be a pretty optimistic situation for uh, for for Dallas. And I don't Philly usually say that. Philly lost both coordinators. Philly lost both coordinators. Yeah. They lost some. They lost There's a couple some continuity pieces in there that obviously defense. was helping with Jalen Hurts. Yep. you could see. Yep. Even with all the per- great personnel, they did add DeAndre Swift uh, to replace yeah, Miles yeah. Sanders, and he'll play about yeah, ten games this season. Right, ten yeah. of seventeen regular season games he'll appear in. They have a, they have. A, they I have know about DeAndre the backup. I don't, I don't remember who the backup is, but but they they do have uh, a little bit of depth there at the running back, and you have to with the way they run their offense. But yeah, I think that's a very intriguing uh, division, and I would not talk you off of a, of a you know Cowboys to make the Super Bowl. That I mean, I I don't know what that would be. They're twenty four and ten in the last two years. Look that up in the regular season. Twelve and five. I mean, I just, I mean, they were, uh, they're, they're, like you said. I mean, their offense was, it was pretty good last year, despite. Um, yeah, like like leading the league in scoring. Now McCarthy's right making the, the play calls this year, right? Interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's some. Uh, you know, I'm going to take it upon myself. That, them scoring the offense was not the issue, but he's acting as if now we're going to get back to a run game. He was never that. Uh, he was never that in Green Bay. They were always one of the top passing offenses, one of the lowest-rated rushing offenses in terms of attempts. He's acting like we're going to get back and run the ball and take our time moving up and down the field after their number one scoring offense. That's not the issue. Um, yeah. Again, you know, they, they needed that. a scapegoat last year. Cowboys are plus 600 and the OC to ended up uh, win the that. NFC. Yeah. And you saw how highly he's thought of because, uh, what, the Chargers came in and scooped him up real fast. Yeah, they did. Uh, if you if you like the Cowboys to win their division, they would be plus 180. Over at Superbook, I mean, I yeah, you know, jump, I would, you know, if I was in it, I'd jump all over. I think that. There's a little value there, um, not a ton, but I think there's a, a little bit because you're, you're only you're really only talking about them or the Eagles. So I like Ronald Jones when he gets back. Mm-hmm. I like how that keeps all you know keeps carries off of Pollard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about all of this with uh, Joe Thighs, but he'll join us at 125. Get into the NFL, uh, Washington's new ownership group, Dallas, and more. Stick around, Jason and John, I turn FM, ESPN.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got some developments in, uh, well, kind of. In the Pac-12, and this you know bears watching because um, in the event that you might be holding on to hope that Memphis somehow sneaks in, um, whatever happens in the Big 12 is going to certainly be uh, relevant to you. So the uh, the latest is that George Klyavkov, who is the Pac-12 commissioner, yep. uh, had a meeting with all the presidents this morning in the Pac-12, and basically asked for more time. Needs another meeting, bro. Needs another meeting. Um, no vote, no agreement from the Pac-12 in terms of uh, what happens Ooh, next. We, um, they look bad. He looks bad. Yeah, I guess you know he, uh, you know he he probably presented the same offer that they had had in the past. I mean, I just want to put it in perspective for people who, uh, you know, because we were talking about this with Jessica Benson earlier today, like this uh, this idea that the Pac-12 and the remnants of the Pac-12 is some oasis, the offer that the Pac-12 has today with Oregon, with Arizona, with Washington is $20 million per school. That's the offer that they have right now from Apple, basically, with some incentives to maybe from ESPN to maybe get a little bit more for each school depending on ratings and stuff like that. But it's $20 million per school. That's with everyone today, okay? Mm-hmm. So, no, so now take Arizona off. Take Oregon off, take probably uh, you know uh, Utah off. Um, I can't remember the other school. Take those three off though. Now what does it go from? From twenty to what? Twelve, ten, fifteen. I mean, I, I, I think fifteen is the high end. I think you're going to talk. You're talking about ten to twelve million dollars per year per school, if that. Still, that's, that's still better than the AAC. It is better than the AAC, but not really that much better, though. Like, it's 4 or $5 million more, but that's not going to change your, you know, fundamental circumstances about where you are in the universe of college athletics. You know, it's not like the going from 7 to 35, for example, that you would get, or maybe not 35, but a good chunk of that if you went to the Big 2. I don't know what their revenue deal is with Houston and Cincinnati and UCF. I know it's probably not the same. But uh, but something much closer to that than 
$12 million. So the point is, is that there's no good answer here for Memphis. I mean, I hate to be that bleak about it and that blunt, but no matter what happens, it's not going to be good, most likely, for Memphis. I mean, it, could it be uh, slightly better than what you're currently in? Yeah, maybe, but not enough to even really get worked up about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the, that's, the, that's the rub, you know? I mean, like, whatever happens, it's going to either be the same or just marginally better. That's kind of what you're – won't be worse, but it, 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 the, the degree of improvement – that you might see is is going to be so – you have to squint to really notice the difference. Damn near. Remember when they thought they got the promised land in the Big East and then the Big East crumbled and exactly changed. Exactly right. Exactly right. You'd be saying promised land, power five. Mm-mm. It ain't that, bro. It ain't a power five conference. Nothing – I mean, the Pac-12 like commissioner on, can't even present a television yeah, uh, deal. He is struggling. I mean, there's well, nothing – isn't, isn't that his background, though, too? I thought he'd be – well, uh, I thought he was television executive. Am I wrong on him? And, and I'm thinking about somebody else. Maybe that's your mark. I don't know. All these guys. Aresco was a television executive. Yeah, but I, I think, one I of think them, Clay Afkoff was a uh, casino guy. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. And he's crapping out. Poor job. He's crapping out. There's a there's a nice little nice little zinger there. You like that? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh so yeah, there's nothing about the way that the Pac twelve is operating right now that indicates or suggests that they're in any way a power league anymore. I mean, this is desperation. This is sad to watch. I mean, this is a this is a once I mean, I guess you gotta go back to the Pac ten days, but once upon a time this was a proud league with like real programs in it. And uh and it's just not that anymore. I mean, everybody – it's just a matter of when. Because he's not going to be able to come up with a deal. He's up against it. The world knows he's up against it. He has no leverage. There's no magical network that's going to come out of the sky and offer him $30 million, $35 million. Like, it's just not happening. So, it's just a matter of then what. Um, and that's a good question. Like, does the rest of the Pac-12 – that doesn't get to go to the Big Ten or the Big 12, then merge with the Mountain West? I mean, that seems probably most likely, which would still have no impact on Memphis. Memphis is so far out of these discussions that it's like it's it's almost sad um, how irrelevant Memphis is to what's going on right now. Like, honestly, it feels like there couldn't be enough chaos for Memphis to be invested right now. Um, I mean, I guess if the ACC, you know, then that would actually probably be interesting if they somehow got involved, which I guess they could. But in terms of the Pac-12 and all the, the, this potential disbanding, it unfortunately doesn't really have much of an implication on Memphis, I don't believe, which is which is which hurts. Klavkov should does come from television background, NBC Universal, Hulu, and A&E Networks. Okay, gotcha. So he, Major League Baseball. He was at MGM Resorts International. So he did both. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Should be doing a better job than he is. Yeah, I mean, I, he, I he's guess getting he crapped did. on. I mean, he's he's a gift at this point. Yeah, you know, he everything. he is. I mean, and it's like it's it's crazy. The Pac-12 died when the Big 12 added Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati and BYU because they were inactive. They didn't do anything, and the Big 12 beat them. Right. The Big 12 beat them to the activity, and now they're going to go to 16. And they've established themselves as like, yeah, he's like, you know, just this uh, slightly better, you know, spot. I mean, it's not, again, it's not like the Big 12 is is great, folks. I mean, it's not like it's, you know, I mean, who's their best program right now? I mean, I don't know. Football program? Yeah. Is it? Is certainly it, not talking basketball. That's easy. Yeah. Is it Cincinnati? Is it? 
Well, what about Cincinnati? Oklahoma. Oh, they got something. They got to prove it. UCF was picked last in that thing, and ain't nobody's coming in right now. Is it, uh, I mean, I guess Kansas State right now? Yeah. Okay. Kansas State. They got clobbered by Alabama in their bowl game. They won it, though. TCU. TCU. Yeah. Based TCU. on what they did last year. TCU, but, you know. If you want, if you want to crown knows? somebody. That's one year. I don't know. Um, a hell of a lot better than your American Athletic Conference. Yeah, oh, God, dude. And we had, what will be a water, uh, just a terrible pack. pack we, had, uh, we had Tulane beat USC in the Cotton Bowl, bro. Well, that's on USC. Well, I mean, you could put it on whoever that's you want a, to put it on. That's a damn shame is what it we is. We still got that done, right? Memphis won its bowl game. UTSA go to a bowl game. Did Willie have any offers? I don't think so. There was some talk that he might go to Georgia Tech. Oh, I remember that. But I don't think uh, he's an, you know I think he's just an older guy so like he's just not as sexy as no my thing is yeah would he be fine just you know if it ain't, if he ain't so hot and he's all he's older and fine with I don't think anybody at. wants to maybe retire two lane football you keep bro him that's there, like folks. a damn high school maybe you keep him there no I, that I don't helps think Memphis so. bro you need as many good football programs in this conference as possible true or false Tulane gets picked before Memphis in conference realignment no false Ooh, buddy I hope you're right Come on, bro I hope you're right stop. They did sweep Memphis basketball yet last year and football. Dude, you remind us every damn day. They swear they beat us 55 times. Didn't matter a damn bit. Ron Hunter couldn't even get him to the tournament with them two wins. Penny did return it, didn't he? He volley, he returned that volley in the tournament. Well, they yeah, lose we, by yeah. 40. Yeah, we 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 clapped back on them in the tournament, didn't we? Was, I don't even remember the, that final. It was the twisted T at the at the uh at the gas station. Remember, you don't remember that uh that no. video where the dude at the counter was like uh, dropping the N-word, and then and the guy with the twisted T is like, say that one more time. And he said it, and then he just he took the T and just, wham! That's what Penny did to Ron Hunter, man. Penny knocked him out right there in the middle of the gas station. Um, Dustin May's got to come up and it's coming his way. I think so. I think that's actually true. I agree with you. Um, but, uh, look, I think the, the, the problem is is that, you know, you want to be optimistic. You want to be, uh, you know, glass half full with this thing. Just stop. And you can't. Like, I challenge, like, I would like to know what Josh Pastner would say in this situation. Like, what would he say? He's got, you know, his name's cleared. Buddy went to jail for 33 months. He's feeling good. But Ron what, Bell got 33? Yeah. That's not his buddy. Well, I'm just saying buddy. Yeah, well, yeah whatever. But he yeah, would. yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, what? Would, well, like, even Josh would be like, I don't know, bro. This is a tough one even for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what y'all want me to say about conference realignment in Memphis, man. Josh would say, "Control what you can control." What's which is what? That damn football team. That's it. All comes back, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You want to sit up here and spin, spin, spin us about how? Oh, we're worth it. We're worth it. We're worth it. Out there winning six games a year. That happened uh, last two. They won seven this year. This past bro, season. I don't count that bowl. Why? It was, they won by forty. Six and six, seven and six. Big difference. It is. It's 500 versus above 500. It is a huge difference. And Norvell never won a bowl game. It's just true. He played in some mid-bowls too now. You expect me to give a damn about a bowl the win. The first responders about bowl. About a bowl win in a year that you So you finished, don't care about our first responders. eighth in so the AAC? Why don't you care about our first responders? If you, anything ever it's happened It's amazing how dismissive you are of the finish last year. Picked fifth, finished eighth. Tubby picked fifth, finished fifth. You fired him. Yeah, because the tenants. Silverfield picked fifth, finished eighth. You say give him an extension. No, I didn't say I that. I like playing cornhole with him. Well, I've never played cornhole with him, but I think the ambassadors have. 
Well, I, what the hell is he doing when he plays with them? I think he's making them feel important. I think he's making them feel like they matter, and I think he's, you know, working hard with them. That, that's all it takes at Memphis, dude. Josh like, could do that for a little while. At what, some point, the results mattered. They should matter here with Ryan. They will someday. RC, how many years RC? Now, here? now. They need to matter now. You ain't no M. M- We're going to lose Tevin Carter because we ain't out here. You want to keep going with Seth, your man. In bat, well, that's what. that's the obvious choice. But how many years did RC get because he was great fundraising with the ambassadors? How many? Like 10? He got a long, like 15? He got a long time. Dude, RC oversaw Cal, man. Yeah. So for, say what you will. Well, he did that good, was productive. He, he did a good job there. He did a good job with basketball. Just he fixed Cal what he basketball. Needed. Yeah, getting Cal. But RC was a. And RC, he came from a non football background, and we saw the repercussions of that. RC was a great people person, you know? And I think Ryan is a great people person with. The money people at Memphis. It's honestly it's how he got the job. You know that. I mean, he had he had the the money people pulling for him to get the gig in 2019. So that was and that was a big reason why he ultimately got the job. So, I mean, I know you put you put you know a face on me and you think I'm a donor. You think I'm one of these people that's you know it's not up to me. I just and all I my, put the face on you because you used to be with me. I'm you just, changed. No, After I'm just, you talked to the ambassadors, you changed. I, I have new information. I have new input. The, the new information is only how they feel. Well, yes. You should still be willing to try to convince them that they're wrong to feel that way if the results don't come through this year well, like they the, should. I mean, they're the ones that have to pay That's, the money. I mean, for either a new coach or his buyout. Yeah, but you wasn't singing that tune with Tubby. You were saying, pay the money, pay the money. You weren't well, worried about it. And that one was $10 million. Yes. That, that, was, That's the that point. was because, you know, the program had, like, really, it was a, it was a proud program with decades and decades of history. That you were like watching just go away. Now you could argue with this: the momentum is gone. I don't have to argue it because you see it. Right. It's not an argument. Right. Yes. Um, so why stand pat? Well, well, you know. Let's go win nine games. This season can't get here soon enough for right, you. Yeah, y'all want to talk about basketball season? No, let's talk football season. I don't want to talk football with I, you. We it used to have toxic. fun talking Memphis football around here. Used to be fun. I, I, <laughs> used to be worthwhile, good product. I, I don't, it's not anymore. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to talk about football, man, because I just know where that conversation gonna go. Because uh, somebody's uh, holding the people accountable around here. Still, you used to be like that, bro. I do, but at the same time. I I think I, we 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 go back to the same no, point. I get it. Back to the same point, which is, I I think your hopes and expectations for Memphis football are just a little bit higher than mine. They are. Yeah. Are, I, could, I could understand that again. As I said, if you're not in a a, a new world with the college football playoff, well, until the chance to do something relevant outside the Power Five structure. Well, still. you know they're gonna take that away anyway, bro. They're gonna give. They're not taking that away. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 